Welcome to Goats and Dragons, a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Please be warned, this podcast contains adult situations and language that may not be suitable for children. In fact, we try our best to be unsuitable for people of all ages. You're welcome. Hello, and welcome to Goats and Dragons, the stream where Helpful Code Gaming plays Dungeons and Dragons. A game of shared storytelling where I try... Oh, that's not funny tonight. Anyway, I'm Andrew yeah. Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what God. a way to start. Yeah, I was wondering how you would, uh, how you would deal with that. <laughs> I'll start it again next time. Well, anyway, I'm Andrew Gilbert, uh, the benevolent dictator of Helpful Goat Gaming, but tonight I'm your friendly neighborhood dungeon master. And I'm not alone. With me, as always, is the unbenevolent dictator of Helpful Goat, Galway, playing someone different tonight and we'll get to that say hi Galway we're about to find out why I'm the unbenevolent dictator <laughs> Indeed. Adam playing the halfling rogue Burbage Kemp hey everybody Lena playing the goliath barbarian Stormbringer hi Darcy playing the tiefling cleric Hakari shooting at the walls of heartache baby <laughs> I am a warrior. Sorry, you guys had to hear that. That was really off tune. No, it was beautiful. But I'm shooting at the walls of heartache for everyone that's caught up and knows what's about to happen. That's very true. That's actually that's nice. good tone. Good tone. Bang, bang. <laughs> we, oh God. we also have a guest star tonight. Uh, Chris or Lee. Uh... Yeah, Chris, uh, I'm not going to say your character yet, but um, we'll get to that later as well. But say hi to the people. Hello. Hi, Chris. Again, I wave at my microphone. I don't know why I always seem to do that. <laughs> you well here. Uh, yeah. Andy, so, once, Andy once while DMing, like he was like acting stuff out <laughs> with his hands. And so his finger went off of push to talk and we were like, what is happening? And, and, and furthermore, then he and then he referred to the stuff that he had been acting out with his hands as if we'd been seeing it. Yeah, like, no, no, no. Well, we've obviously, nothing. The last twenty-five seconds, man. <laughs> anyway, follow Chris on Twitter and Instagram <laughs> at Vaccine Design. The E's are threes in that Vaccine Design. Uh, and check her out on uh, on Facebook as Chris Orley. She's awesome. You're going to get to love her uh, as we have tonight. Um, yeah. So uh, if you guys want to, feel free to draw in the background for a second while I um, come up with some announcements. Speaking of podcasts, Adam, what's happening with you? Um, I just uh, released a podcast that a couple of friends and I made called The Podney Danger Cast. It is a podcast that is ostensibly all about Rodney Dangerfield, but much like that documentary Exit Through the Gift Shop, it ends up being about something else entirely. <laughs> oh, is it about dolphins? No. Uh, but yeah, the Podney Dangercast, uh, check it out wherever you get podcasts. Awesome. It is only seven episodes total and like 40 minutes in all like so go listen Beautiful. to it i love it all right uh adjective andy oh but oh this 
That's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. Okay. So, so, so Adam, I need a I need a clip of that laugh. <laughs> it's perfect. Yeah, I need a clip laugh. of that laugh. We need to, we need to integrate that into materials. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, let's go ahead and begin tonight's episode. Uh, of Goats and Dragons. This would have been the perfect time for the funereal remix of this song. <laughs> I'm not done yet. Dirges and Dragons. Oh, jeez. Well, okay, it's still better than Dirges and Dungeons. We're trying to go into this episode with a serious tone. Uh, Right. Yes. Here we go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be serious now because, frankly, yeah, shit is bad. Okay. All right. Everyone, take a deep breath. (sighs) Oh, that's really awful in the headphones. (laughs) <laughs> Previously on Goats and Dragons Fates of Rin Returning to Cliff Mill By sea with a boat full of supplies The family encountered Another creature like the late Robert Only Stormbringer who had Through magical means remembered Robert was able to shake off The memory effects produced by the sight of her True self This led quickly to a fight As this creature named Bell moved to Charity and intimated that she would take him with her. Stormbringer brought the storm down on this creature, killed her in a ferocious rage. In the aftermath, everyone came back to awareness, and a talking bag of holding eventually gave up all of Belle's belongings. Among these belongings were a journal and a letter to Belle, and with this threat dismissed, the family celebrated with the halflings and dwarves on the boat. The weather then had turned chillier, and the town of Cliff Mill loomed on the horizon. A few halflings through the mists uh, as they approached noticed a light on a ship already in the harbor blinking. One of them wondered if it was a type of seafarer's code and began to take notes trying to decipher it. To him, it seemed, to spell out in in bursts short and long, the words, before the tiger. This meant nothing to any of the crew and was chalked up to odd halfling business. (laughs) Cliff Mill seemed to have a slight visual change since the last time the family was here. Large hooded lanterns now light up the ice spire in the middle of town and large camps have now been set out outside the walls of the city, and torches now line the shore. The sleepy town seemed to be a a beacon to all kinds of folk around. The family disembarked, and they walked amongst the docks workers, already unloading the ship. When one of them stands straight in front of Charity and says, Hello. At this, Charity's magic dagger alerts the group to an attack just before it happens. 
quickly, assassins pounce on the group, immediately targeting Charity, who falls quickly. The group closes ranks, but the ambush has already been sprung. When a familiar white tiger, Tabaxi, arrives from the darkness. The fight's ending seems, at this point already, foretold. He banished Stormbringer and Burbage to another plane of existence, while Charity and Akari took turns boldly helping each other stay alive as long as they could. However, in the end, as Akari fell unconscious in Charity's arms, the White Tiger brought back Stormbringer and Burbage just in time to see Charity broken on the docks next to the unconscious Akari. As the inevitable was just about to happen, Charity lifted his eyes to the others, who just now appeared. He weakly said, I trust you. This tabaxi bent down, and the others watched him end Charity by breaking off his horn. Quickly, Stormbringer rushed the, the tiger, who smiled as he and the limp body of Charity disappeared behind a closing portal. Gone now. Unable to reach them, Stormbringer crawled back over to Hakari, rummaged around in her pockets for a healing potion, and tipped her head back as she poured it in. A moment passes, and there is no movement. And then, a cough, and Hakari sputters, gasping for air, her eyes open to see a grim scene around her. Both Burbage and Stormbringer now slump to the ground and are unmoving on their knees. Hakari, you see, as you open your eyes, poisonous gases swirling around the torches of the ship. The tiger is gone, but his minions remain, cackling in victory. Then they too, one at a time, slip into a purplish light and disappear. Hakari, those around you are unmoving, and you do not see charity. What is it all you view would like to do? So I didn't see him die, actually, right? Or be taken? You did not. You just now came to consciousness. The last thing you remember, Charity had you in his arms flying as fast as he could out of the poisonous cloud. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to really quickly, like as soon as I woke up, um, just kind of start and just like, can I jump up? Am I healed? Like, or am I still prone? No, let's go ahead and roll those hit points to see what you are. You're at, um, it's 8d4 oh, yeah. plus 8. So I can do that real quick if you want. Yeah, just roll it for me real quick because my computer's slow. You have 27 hit points. So I have enough to jump up from where I was laying. Certainly. Uh, your skin okay. is is burned, like the, the worst sunburn you've ever had. Um, but other than that, you are, you are whole, you're you have your faculties about you. Okay. So I just jump up and like start kind of yelling and I take my sword out and I just start slashing the air 
like all right obviously not where Burbage and Stormbringer are but I just started like kind of like running around and just flashing at the air for a while and then I realized you know that the tabaxi and everything's not there anymore and so I kind of slumped down and I just look at Burbage and Stormbringer and I say where's Charity He's, he's gone. He's, we, we fucked up, Hakari. We fucked up really bad. What do you mean he's gotten, like... like he's dead. Wh- what? That's a backseat. He fucking murdered him. He brought us back from that fucking realm just so we could watch him kill him. And now he's gone. We let him die. We failed him. You weren't even here, though. You couldn't do anything. Where were... Like, where did he send you? Floating in a fucking expanse. Helpless. God damn it. That's a backseat. Fuck. We've seen him before. Stormbringer, right? Yeah. He was from the fucking bathhouses in Federo. He was in the, yeah, the baths, yeah. What is happening? I don't even, I don't... All right, I'm going. I'm going back on the ship. Fuck this town. Fuck Cliff Mill. Fuck everything. I I can't. I can't. I can't. Burbage is standing up and and heading for the ship. Burbage. Um, so I'm going to run up to you and kind of grab your shirt and pull you back. And Let me go. Stop. Burbage. We can get him back. We can get him back. If I can find him within 10 days, I can bring him back to life. What's he, what's he talking about, Akari? I have a spell. I have a spell and we can get him back. And we can't just give up, Burbage. Like people die. But we have a good shot of getting him back, which is more than I can say for the majority of my life. I've had everyone die on me or I die and then come back completely different. And I never get those people back, but we can get him back. You just take a breath. We we were supposed to be getting Vimeris back. Vimeris was... We were, we were here to try to help him, and now Charity's gone too. I don't. We can get them both back. I promise you. We just. We have to. We can't just give up. Like, we have to. We have to try. Um, Burbage is like has his. He's like pulling at his hair with like one of his hands, and he's looking around in the night and. Um, does he, does he see? Yeah, yeah, what does he see? You see um, a few people uh, from the boat now trying to make their way to shore, not messing with the cloud of poison that's still sort of lingering around there. Um, you see buildings on fire, uh, which certainly were not when you left this plane of existence. And then even further on past that, you see some fighting still going on. There there are people taking up arms uh, against these people. You you can't see faces. All you can see is figures at this point. You mean against the assassins? Uh, it, it appears so against these okay. people on the beach that were just waiting for you. Yeah. 
He just left them? He left every yeah, dick. he left all of his people <laughs> behind. Okay. So so there's a fight happening. Yeah. Um yeah, Burbage will he's mindlessly running towards the fight. He wants to kill somebody. Okay, I'm gonna run up and I'm going to grab you, like tackle you. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> so about here, yeah, um, Hakari, Hakari, yeah, just catches up to you and grabs you. Um, and about that time, uh, a figure that was on the roof jumps down. Um, you see, you recognize them as one of the assassins that ambushed you and you just don't feel in a state to to really fight this at, at the moment, but Burbage, there's a fire in your eyes and you can't help it. Hikari, Stormbringer, Burbage, you see him just kind of lazily almost like pouring a, a black sort of liquid over his short swords and then just rubbing them together. The assassin? Shing, yeah. Shing. Okay. And he's looking now at you. Um, so I am going to take out my sword and just start running at him really quick. Wait, how far away I, is he from us? About 30 or so feet. Um, okay. However, as you do that, uh, you see his body jolt uh, forward a second. Uh, he barely, he turns around slightly. There's an arrow straight in his back. Uh, and then a figure that seems to just pop out of the ocean itself rushes toward you. Um, the the arm of this figure just impossibly fast raises in the air, uh, and a dagger slashes across his throat. Um, and this creature even falls to the ground as well. Okay, cool. And you look back to Burbage, you've tackled him, and he's still on his hands and knees, kind of in the sand. Okay, I'm going to... So that guy's dead. There's no one else coming for us, right, that we can see? Not that you see. Give me a perception check. Okay. While on his hands and knees, Burbage is, like, looking up and seeing the the ice spire and just feeling completely hopeless seeing Vimeris in the ice and yeah. and having just seen Charity go to yeah um, Hakari you see this figure that came out of the ocean kind of step back and give you a moment um, seemingly completing their task um, you don't see any other threats at all at this at this point you okay. do see Stormbringer still on the docks um Probably tell me if I'm wrong, but probably just staring at where this white tiger took Hakari th- or took uh, Charity through space and time. Yeah, Stormbringer's just totally in shock. She's not. She's not moving. She's kneeling on the dock still and yeah, not responding to anything around her. What would you like to do? Okay, um, I'm we- going to. Oh, sorry. No, oh, so did we both see the the bat the assassin get shot by an arrow? Yes. And but do we see the source of that arrow? No. Okay. 
Sorry, go ahead, Dars. Um, so I'm gonna go back to where Burbage is and kneel like on the sand by him. And then I'm gonna take his face and just like kind of take my hand and just so he's looking at me. I'm gonna say, Burbage, we have to go get Stormbringer and we have to get someplace safe. And then we will and then we will find charity. And I promise you, I will do everything in my power to bring him back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Burbage will stumble to his feet and wipe tears from his eyes. So then are you coming... Like, if I start going towards Stormbringer, will you follow? Yeah, he'll, he, uh, he'll try to, okay. to intend to do that. Do I need <laughs> like to carry a, you? You might need to just, like, guide him. Or give him, like, bit. okay, like, give him an arm. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. So we will slowly make our way back to Stormbringer then. Okay. You walk up uh, the pier that sand still gritty uh, from the fight. Uh, still some blood on the on the pier in front of Stormbringer that she just seems latched onto, nearly catatonic. Burbage, you're going to have to talk to her because you know her better than me. We have to get her up, go to a safe place, get our wits about us, and then we can start planning for how to get Charity back. Yeah, 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 all right. Who, what happened back there? What happened to that, that guy who, what's happening? Who I have no idea, but we can't worry about that right now because no one's coming towards us. It looks like people are fighting the rest of those people, but we have to concentrate on getting to safety because otherwise he could come back. And if he comes, if that tabaxi comes back, we're all going to die right now. And we have to stay alive. Why? Because if we don't, we will. You will never see Charity or Vimeras again. And we can. We can do this. We can get them back. I promise you. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, Burbage will go to be in front of Stormbringer. Um, so, yeah, Lena, he sees just a catatonic Stormbringer. Yeah, she's not responding to anything around her. She's just, it seems like she's completely gone into shock. She's kneeling on the docks where, where you guys left her, just kind of staring off into the distance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if she'll respond to these initial, um, you know, attempts, but Burbage will, you know, start off with Stormbringer. Stormbringer. Stormbringer, can you hear me? I failed everyone. You you, you didn't, you didn't fail anyone, Stormbringer. We, we, We were, we were ambushed. It was fucked up. But but Hakari, Hakari says that we could still save Charity. There's still time. All right. Do you hear me? Look at me, Stormbringer. Look me in the eyes. 
I can't save anyone. Yes, you can. We can. We have to try, right? Right? I don't know what's happening, but we have to try. Right? Look at me. Stormbringer. Akari, tell her. Tell her, tell her what you told me. Stormbringer, I can bring him back, but I can't do it by myself. I'm going to need help to find him and to kill that tabaxi so that he can't hurt anyone ever like this again. But I can bring Charity back. I have a spell. We just, we need to go someplace safe so we can rest and then we can figure out what to do next. But we can't give up. If we just sit here, then he's going to get further away. And that means that it could be harder to find him. But we, we have to get up. Do you hear that, Stormbringer? Do you hear us? And so, like, every... So Burbage is increasingly, like, desperately trying to get Stormbringer to look at him in the eyes. And the longer she... Like, now, if she if she doesn't do that, like, he will definitely just, like, fall... All, like around Stormbringer's neck in like in a, like a desperate embrace, like he's feeling helpless. He's he, there's no bravery in this embrace. He wants his friend to to be here with him. Stormbringer by he, will by which he means Stormbringer. Yeah, <laughs> Stormbringer will put kind of a hand on his back and a half hug and look at him for a second and then stand up. She still looks really, really out of it, but she's standing at least. Also probably with him still around her neck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <We've> <laughs> That's such a beautiful <laughs> moment. <laughs> Aw. Oh, oh, I won't let... I can't stop anyone else from hurting you. I can't do anything anymore, but... But... I don't know. Don't, don't think about it. Right now we can't afford to think. We just have to move. All right. Uh, Akari, what okay. do we do? Do we, do we go back? Do we have to get our things off of the ship? Do we, do we go to the ship? Where are we going? We have to go to the ship because I think Charity might have something that could help me bring him back. Or at least I can go to the ship and get our stuff. But we have to, we have to get someplace safe. Does the ship look safe right now, Andy? It, or is there still no, like... No, there's still oh, lots of this cloud of poisonous gas. And you okay. Akari, you do see that figure that killed the assassin is now waving you over toward them. Okay. Um, they also seem to be wrangling the halflings that made it off the ship on shore. Okay. They're, they're gathering some people and waving you over. So, yeah. So, never mind. Scrap all that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you think, yeah, you, you I can, forgot to ask about the ship first. You think these clouds um, will dissipate eventually? Like you'll be able to get okay. on later, but just not yet. But right, um, actually, so wait, the person that killed the assassin is waving us down. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna tell I'm with Burbage and Stormbringer. You need to wait here, okay? And I will be right back. I'm gonna go talk to the person that killed that. I think it's the one that killed that assassin that that was looking at us. Akari, Akari, we're not staying here. We're coming with you. Okay, then you can come with me. Stormbringer, you can set me down if you'd like. 
but if carrying oh. me helps you feel better, you can do that too. I, I don't know what the fuck's going on. I'm fine either way. It's okay. You can walk. I'll set him down. Okay. And then, yeah, I guess we'll head towards yeah, the person you, that came out of the ocean. <laughs> yeah, you head up the beach. Um, there are bodies of those who tried to ambush you still on the beach. Um, and then, I'm going to kick at him as I go by and then just walk over a couple. <laughs> okay, okay. No worries. Uh, and the the entire beach is lit by the, the buildings now on fire um, over here from your fireball earlier. Um, and you see a, a, a couple figures kind of waiting for you and, and ushering these halflings onward. Um, and as you get closer, uh, Chris and Galway, why don't you both... Uh, explain what they see as they come upon these two figures Chris maybe first okay me first okay Um, you see before you um, a figure is completely soaking wet because I just came out of the water Um, I am uh, dressed in leather armor with a blue kind of um, sash my head is covered in a cloak and I do have a half mask on to where you can only see the bridge of my nose and my eyes. Uh, I roughly stand about five, six. And I'm standing there just kind of uh, calming myself down. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then the figure standing behind her. And behind her, you'll see a tall probably Hakari is probably close enough to see probably half elven uh, woman sort of shooing the halflings towards what Hakari would know is the tavern or at least in that direction Um, she's her hair is undercut on the sides and in the back is gathered down into a ponytail that reaches up not a ponytail sorry a braid that reaches about her waist um, and her hair is essentially blood red and at this point slung over her back is a longbow that is basically two-thirds of her almost six-foot body height. Indeed. And you said she's she's waving toward her motion like, toward the... She's like shooing the halflings towards the tavern. Yeah. Actually, as you're getting closer with her, go on, get... Yes, 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 poison clouds, go, go. Yeah, These are the halflings from the ship? Yeah. Uh, you recognize Adel uh, as one of them. Okay. Stormbringer is just staring blankly at everyone. Yeah, uh, and and Burbage uh, is like when he saw Hikari like kick the bodies, like he would think in that moment to like try to search these bodies desperately in the night for anything, like angrily, like hitting them, searching them, taking out his like grief and rage, okay. but seeing if there's anything useful on these bodies just yeah in case that helps yeah give me an investigation search uh, for trying to do this kind of quickly give me an investigation attack yeah okay uh with a 13 you find that all of them have a very similar note on them um which i will put in uh your journals right now 
uh, as well as a total of 15 platinum pieces. Um, and then, Burbage, you find a small vial of, of black liquid. Okay. Um, and then Hakari. They weren't even well paid assassins. <laughs> 15 platinum is pretty good. Total. It's not bad. It's 150 okay. gold for, for the four oh, of them. Oh, it yeah. is. Okay, never mind. I was thinking platinum was less than. Yeah, gold. I was like, consider medieval sure. economy. True, uh, true. Stormbringer, Nakari, and, and Burbage, you kind of then quickly come up behind them. Um, you're meeting these two figures, and they're sort of ushering you along the same path as the uh, the halflings. What would so, you... So, I'm going to just start asking, okay, who are you guys? Like, you better, you know, be honest with us. I'll be able to tell if you're lying. Because we just lost, we just lost a friend, and I'm not going to go anywhere with you. We're not going with you until you tell us who you are. Currently, we're people who want the people you want dead, dead. I'm going to roll insight. You're, you're more than welcome to stay here on the shore, but I guarantee you, you're safe over here. Okay, I'm going to roll insight on this. Okay. There's nowhere safe. Six. Damn it. Hakari, you're just not, you're having a really hard time trusting anyone at this point. Um, so, so you're, I mean, your hand is still on your sword. You're not giving in and letting your guard down yet. Um, yeah, but I'll, but certainly the big one's got a good head on her shoulders. <laughs> Nowhere safe. Tavern is safer than here though. But that's a very good argument too. Yeah. Doesn't matter how safe it is. It is. If you want your friend back. Uh, uh, by I, this point, I will have I will have come up, um, and uh, and I'll say, you 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 helped you helped kill those people, right? The assassins. Yeah, they were in our way. Then I think right now you're the only people we can trust. The Kari Stormbringer. I don't see what option we have. All right, let's go with them. Stormbringer, are you going to come? Stormbringer will just kind of start following blankly. Okay. Burbage will walk right next to Stormbringer, hold it like with his hand on like the back of her knee. <laughs> You're going to see. The, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh at that. The, the figure with the red <laughs> hair and the bow. Once she clears the fire, she's going to sort of easily hoist herself up onto the roof and is pretty clearly keeping watch as you all are moving behind her. Okay. Um, yeah, you don't uh, you don't see anyone skulking around. You don't see anyone um, a danger right now. Uh, there are, you know, you've already looted these bodies down here. Um, give me a perception check if you uh, want to look a little harder. 13? Yeah, this, yeah, you, it's on this cold night, you can see your breath. Uh, you feel like it's maybe even about to snow, but there's it's actually quite quiet. Um, other than there's a few people now rushing to put out the fires uh, on these buildings. Andy, I in in his in his state as he walks along with Stormbringer, Burbage would like he's in a very heightened kind of sharpened mode right now, so he's going to try to look around and be extra perceptive too. Um, okay. For what it's worth, yeah. A, a critical hit on uh, that perception, yeah. 
Uh, so with a 29 total. Um, yeah, Burbage, you you uh, you can see everything so clearly. It's 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 not that you're finding anything new. It, the night is pretty still. It's just it's being every little detail here is being burned into your mind. Um, you feel you can just recall every sensation that you're feeling right now. The cold of the air on your right side mixed with the hotness from the fire on your left. Um, the smell of sea salt and, and kind of a mixture of blood and sweat. The the sound of the waves crashing and the, the fires crackling. You, you're just never going to forget this moment. And the and the figure of the ice spire in the in the dark, I imagine. Right. You you do notice that this hooded figure um, with a with a twenty nine in front of you um, has fairly distinctly feminine features, um, though their voice was maybe a, a little bit lower. Okay. And yeah, do you all sort of continue then to the? To the uh, tavern. Yeah, I'm. I'm walking. Yeah, if if Burbage and Hikari are going, I'll I'll go. All right. Uh, so this sort of the doors are over here. Yeah. Yeah, like on the side. Yeah. Yeah. So this this figure is just leaping from rooftop to rooftop, and uh, I mean these every so Stormbringer, Burbage, and Hikari, you definitely get the sense that you're in the presence of of people that can handle themselves. If that makes sense. And out of the horrors of tonight, there there is something somewhat safe feeling about being in their presence. You feel a little bit protected, um, even if it's fleeting. Um, so they motion you in. Uh, Stormbringer, you open the door to the bushy tent pole. Uh, and as you step in, you're struck around the waist. Uh, by a small creature uh, <laughs> who's now just latched on to your buttocks basically around you, around you and is squeezing tight uh, and you kind of have to look down and sort of peer around the, the bushy hair um, but it's a small halfling woman named uh, Missy the, uh, the barkeep uh, and she's just squeezing you really hard uh, and she says oh, I knew it I knew it I knew you'd be back I knew, I knew, I told Rianne you'd be back. Oh my god. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Nakari and Burbage, you're right behind. Only three quarters of us are back. Uh, she, she lets go just a little bit, and you see that there's already tears in her eyes a bit, Stormbringer, and her smile kind of uh, drops and fades as she looks around. Missy. He's dead. We were ambushed on the docks. What the fuck is going on in Cliff Mill? Oh my god, I'm so, I'm so sorry. I Please sit, sit, get get around the fire, get warm. Uh I'll, I'll bring some drinks and, and I'll answer anything I can, but and now she looks to the two figures that brought you in. Aideen is actually probably already like putting drinks on a tray. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. She, yeah, like with with an ease that makes you three realize that they've been here a few days at least. Like they are comfortable with this place. Um, 
and and Missy's yeah definitely running around trying to help with that and she looks to these two figures and says I bet they're lifesavers ah, these two I don't know what all of us would have done without them she looks to kind of the rest of the the group sort of now sitting in the back of the 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 bar with blankets around them getting warm I'm looking around super suspiciously at everybody that I can see in sure. here and it looks like maybe it's kind of dim so I don't know if I'll be able to make anybody out like I know the halfling crew members I followed them in here um, but right. do I see any other kind of increase the lights <laughs> dangerous dangerous figures um you do see one figure who's who's um, a minotaur with uh seemingly entirely black skin and fur with white horns the tips of which are, are silvered and chains dangle from them um he seems to be uh uh serving the the halflings some food um and then there is a, a very very nice dressed um dwarven man uh kind of sitting in the corner gems uh tied into his beard um that kind of clink as he as he looks around the room um and then there was another person fighting on the beach that you recognize uh and she's kind of gotten blankets for all the the halflings and uh you see her now in the corner kind of wiping blood um off of her dual rapiers that she then sheathes as well um okay yeah but everyone just kind of has the sense of just helping each other out for the moment um and and everyone's kind of giving each other sort of down glances and uh, and at this Missy is is trying to um, take your hand Hakari and lead you kind of this way over to the fire um, she's got a couple drinks in her left hand I'm okay. carrying sort of a pair of trays yeah and she looks over her shoulder ah Butterbidge I got um, I got some milk for you uh, it took a while to get and I know how much you, you want, really wanted it um I don't know if it means much now, but I have some egg milk for you, finally. He's the reason you have this. I... <laughs> this shit is poisonous. Uh, a bit. <laughs> More than a little. <laughs> Excellent callback <laughs> to the egg milk. Um, I don't think Burbage is in the mood to acknowledge it. <laughs> You're going to see this figure put down one one particular mug very carefully within it, like, arm's length. Like, right. <laughs> Burbage will um, um, walk over, kind of looking back at Stormbringer, kind of, like, to assure her that, like, you know, I'll be, I'll be back in a moment. But, um, yeah, he'll say... Thank you, Missy. I think I might need something a bit heavier than that tonight. What, what, what is happening? Is it really safe here? I don't, I don't think I'm going to be able to get Stormbringer to sit down right now. You've got I... to, ex you've got to come over here and 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 tell us what what's going on. Or can we be in a? Can we go upstairs? As, uh, a space away from all these people who I, I don't know if we can trust. I don't know who I can trust anymore. Oh, it's fine. Butterbridge, look, uh, it's fine. I, I've i been saving your rooms this whole time. Uh, 
up on the right, the one you, you you had last time. It's if you want to go there and just talk, it's fine. I don't know what I can say other than yeah, sh- stuff is going to shit without you. Um, Rainy, uh, and this she kind of gets a little choked up. <clears throat> well, if it weren't for these these folks that came in on the on the dark horizon, the boat out there, I, I don't know what the rest of us would do. Shenick's taken over this whole town, and everyone seems under like a spell. Shenick, Shenick, I that white tiger thing. That fucking. Do tiger. I hear this? Yeah. I just immediately just like stop whatever I'm doing. I guess I'm just kind of standing there and just say, where can we find him? He's the one that killed Charity. Where is he? I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where he is right now. I, we see him in town sometimes and then he, he just like, he just appears in and out sometimes. I, he's, he, I don't think he's what, staying far away, but. What is he? Because he is not a tabaxi. He's a fiend. He's, he's not a tabaxi. He's what? a fiend. A tabaxi would not be able to summon demons like that. Or fly. Exactly. No. I've hunted many things. It's no tabaxi. It's a fiend. At this, she's going to stop and like... I apologize for the shortness before, but it was more important to get you to someplace a little more secure. My name is Aideen. Yeah, Aideen. Thanks for your help. Can, can you and your friend over there, and I'll gesture toward the, the hooded figure. Crotch. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going to laugh every time so, I hear that. So, so, so am I. <laughs> what did you say his name was? Crotch. The sticky. That. Sorry, uh, Burbage is like looking back and forth between Aideen and this hooded figure and he's um, got the most incredulous, almost angrily incredulous <laughs> look on his face. Um, wh- I'm sorry, what, what kind of... This is not, this is no time for fucking jokes, all right? What's your name? I'm, I'm not quite sure if you heard the first time, but it's Crotch. Oh, oh, all right. Oh, Crotch the Sticky, are you? Oh, pleasure I... to meet you. Pleasure to meet you. I'm fucking Rin. Here are my fates. Do you believe me? No. Crotch the Sticky, what the f- what is happening here? Listen, little man, I understand you've been through a lot, and I understand that you're having a bit of an issue right now, but your problem is not my problem at the moment. So take a breather. Uh, 
we're going upstairs. Anybody who wants to give us any answers about anything that would be helpful, please come upstairs with us. Hakari, Stormbringer, let's get the fuck out of here. And can, can, we, marching can we at the least stairs. non-confrontationally establish that my name is in fact Aideen? Stormbringer's gonna fall over a bench. <sighs> crotch the sticky. Burbage is just murmuring to himself, crotch the sticky, crotch the sticky. What the f- what? What? <laughs> Cliff Mill. Aideen, what'd you give him to drink? I don't think he drank anything that I gave him to drink. Technically speaking, I gave him hunkeg milk, but that should just cause him to keel over and possibly vomit. Oh. <laughs> it's not a hallucinogen. Uh, it, I mean, to be fair, the, the name does have an impact. True. We'll see if perhaps I can have a little bit of a talk with them and get them to settle down slash stop screaming quite so much. Uh, at this, um, Elian, uh, the other woman with the rapiers, uh, comes <laughs> over to you, crotch, and says, Yes. <clears throat> uh, do what you need to do. I'll, I'll keep watch down here. Oh, love. Actually, you and I need to have a little side by side. Why? What? What is it? <laughs> What the fuck about don't kill our crew members did you not get? They're not our crew members anymore. Not they're, if they part of his flock. He's still Wook was still there. You you didn't even try. None of these people are doing this because they want to. Wook was dangerous. We're all dangerous. But we're all family. Once you start that chant, you're dangerous and you need to be put down like a rabid dog. It's not the dog's fault. It got the disease. But you need to put it down so it doesn't spread. I don't agree with your method. You don't have to agree. So you're telling me when we come up to Rosenberg and we get to get to Rosenberg, you're going to try and put him down too? Because I guarantee you, you ain't going to make it. She just stares at you, kind of squints a little bit. I suppose we'll find out, huh? Yeah. I'll keep watch. I. And at that, I'll turn around and go grab a beer. Okay. Uh, so the rest of you uh, and Aideen um, head upstairs. Um... You have a couple rooms that Missy set aside for you. Um, Burby, do you remember which ones they were? Um, there's the one that you had, your old room here, and um, the sort of one that Charity sort of claimed at first. Um, which would you right, like to go into? Yeah, Burbage would the one, lead. The one you had was on this side of the um, establishment. Oh, it was over there. For some reason, I thought it was in this corner that I went to. Is yeah, just upstairs and then over here. Yeah, yeah um, Burbage would lead them into the into the last room that he was in. Okay. Um. So I was just gonna say, all of a sudden, um, Burbage. I don't know if Stormbringer notices this, since she's in shock. But you realize that Hikari didn't drink anything. Like I don't have a glass in my hand. I didn't drink. Take anything they gave me. So, like, for the first time ever, I'm not drinking. 
That is I love it. Uh, wild. <laughs> um, so Aideen followed upstairs. Uh, yeah, Aideen would have followed you upstairs as you all went into the room. Probably would have entered the room last, but is also uh, Burbage, you would probably notice this the most, is conspicuously not blocking the door. Like, she's sort of near the exit, but if anyone was going to leave, it's not like she has a great angle on them or anything. It seems, and you would probably read this, she's trying to put you at ease. Yeah. Stormbringer is going to move in between Burbage and Aideen. She's kind of looking like she's perking up a little, but not in a good way. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah. Um, The room is simple. There's just a sort of a candle lit in the corner. Um, of a writing desk. Uh, there's a small bed and um, a chest in the corner. Aideen, was it? Aideen will she'll pull a flask out from under her uh, sort of cloak. Yes, that's Aideen Greygust. All right, Aideen. Can you please, no bullshit, tell me what is happening in Cliff Mill. When did that tabaxi show up? What, what, not a tabaxi, the fiend. What, what is going on? What do you know? And who is your friend? Why is he being a complete fucking idiot right now? Crotch the sticky. Uh, all right, that was that was several questions in sequence. I'm not really sure which you want me to answer first. The short version of what's happening is the cat's fucking this town. Not the good way. <sighs> As for when he got here, I'm not too sure. He was already here when we got here. When did you get here? A little under a week ago. Four or five days. That was what we said, right, Andy? I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I was suddenly like, shit. <laughs> um, one of the things we explicitly established uh, four or five days ago, the town was already like this. And as for my friend, my friend is Crotch the Sticky. All right. I didn't pick the name. It, it, it's, it's not the name that concerns me so much as the implication. The implication being that, oh, okay, all of a sudden, Crotch the Sticky is a real person who's just walking around Cliff Mill (laughs) shooting assassins that murdered my friend. Ah, well, you see, that's, that's not true. Crotch the Sticky is a person who's walking around Cliff Mill stabbing the assassins. I was the one who shot him. All right. Just to be clear. So, okay, I I see what's... Maybe, okay, maybe it's some sort of copycat, somebody who just took the name. All right, so this isn't... This is just a a, a hooded figure who likes using the name Crotch the Sticky. This is not, you know, (laughs) famous pirate thief Crotch the Sticky, right? Mm, Nope, that'd be... That'd be the one. Famous pirate... Definitely a thief. Burbage is going to just stare at Aideen and just nod sternly a few times. Kind of like, 
Martin Freeman in Fargo. Um, that's a very specific moment. I, I, I have no ability to verify the stickiness of the crotch outside of the name. Jesus. Bourbon's just uh, uh, <laughs> makes this big grandiose shrug and just sits on the floor and just lies down. He goes, he just lies down on the floor and just within this big shrug of a <laughs> Art. movement. Art. Was that was that it for the questions then? I don't even know anymore. I don't even know anymore. All right. Let's just let's just cut to some more relevant details then, huh? It's a fiend. I don't know exactly what type. I do know some of its powers. I've seen what it's done in this town. And as I mentioned, it's nothing good. I have various reasons that I would prefer that cat to be dead in the most painful way possible. If that seems agreeable to you, I would suggest that we can help each other. Uh, Burbage will sit up and then stand up and go back to the stern Martin Freeman nod, I guess, <laughs> at 18. <laughs> Pursed lips, you know, sucked in. Yeah, lips. you yep. know exactly I'm what I'm totally yeah. picturing right now. <laughs> yeah, I get you. But before we talk about that more, do you mind if I have a question for you? Shoot. You don't generally want to tell me to do that. Is that a threat? More of a general comment on my particular set of skills, which I imagine would be similar to how people should not say to you, punch repeatedly. Unless they want you to punch something repeatedly, at which point that thing will no longer be there. Stormbringer just looks confused like she's not following this at all. <laughs> we'll come back to your questions later. Why? Lots of people die. Why are you gonna go save this charity? Because we can, and he's our friend. He's our family. Exactly. Lots of people have friends that die. Lots of people have family that die. Doesn't mean they go fight a fucking fiend over it. But we can bring, I can bring him back. And if I don't try, I will never be able to live with myself. And fuck, what is there left to do but fight a fucking fiend? At least then we can follow him into death. We fucked up and failed enough already. Exactly. <laughs> Not that we fucked up and failed. Sorry, I was saying that about the first part. <laughs> so at, at Aideen's question, why? So, like, Burbage's intensity would, like went down a few notches. And, like, he's looking a bit nauseated. And he just goes over to the writing desk and sits down. He does not have an answer for Aideen. Listen, we can help each other. Everyone wants that fiend to be gone. We want our friend back. So if we work together... Then I can do my spell once we and we can find them, and we can kill that son of a bitch. 
Uh, and at this, the crotch um, come up from the bar and kind of listen. Yes, to the I, 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 I've got a a tray of, of beer. Yeah, and Adrian's going to sort of nod at Takari. I understand your answer, and it doesn't particularly concern me. The big one here, I like her answer. That's what I need to hear. The little man, though, the little man concerns me. Because you see, this isn't like going out and killing some fat, ineffectual noble. This thing is dangerous. This thing is strong. And I don't want someone that's going to decide that they're just going to wander away in the middle and leave me holding the very pissed off fiend. So all of a sudden my eyes just turn completely black. And... Um the candles just start flickering and like shoot it kind of shoot flame for a second and then just start flickering and I'm gonna say and I'm not dangerous while the candles are flickering and as Burbage looks at Aideen and and hears what she says uh oh yeah Burbage is gonna he just looks completely at a loss. He looks scared. He looks really scared, actually. And he is going to take a beer from Crotch <laughs> as he exits the room and walks down the hall. And he's just going to slouch to the floor in the hall of the tavern uh, of the inn drinking the beer. Stormbringer's gonna, like, immediately follow him. Not like she's really doing anything. Just following him. Autopilot yeah. is now follow Burbage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and with that, they walk past me. So I'm gonna kind of lean into the room and look at Aideen and then look at Hakari and say, it, it looks like you got a rise out of this one. Sure enough, but like I said, she wasn't the concern. I, the little man with the temper, is the concern, but he'll come around. It's the little man's lack of temper that concerns me. Oh, I don't know. He seemed awfully pissy downstairs. I feel like there's a fire there. It's just a little wet at the moment. I mean, the same could be asked of us. We could have left. Maybe we should explain why we're still here. Fair enough, but I don't want to be betting on people that might lose me my life. I. You there. Uh, uh, I'd, I'd call you Bright Eyes, but it's, in fact, the exact opposite at the moment. It's a little disconcerting, in fact. Can you turn that off? <laughs> I, uh, I look at him really intensely for just a few seconds, and then my eyes go back to normal. Okay. Thank you. I have no issues helping you with finding your friend, and I understand better than you might realize the desire to do it. Otherwise, you're not going to be able to live with yourself. All right? I think that the real big one is in a real good place in terms of what you need to do to fight that fucker, which is mainly being really, really angry and really, really intent on hurting him. Well, I'm angry all the time, so that's not going to be a problem. 
I don't want to watch the little one either throw his life away or make me throw mine away. That's my concern. You've never seen Burbage fight. But I've seen plenty of broken men. And right now, he's closer to that than a fearsome fighter. This friend of yours, he he must have been something special. Yes, he was. And also, I would trust Burbage with my life. So don't talk about things you don't know about. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as that conversation is going on uh, downstairs, Burbage, um, the uh, sort of short, ha- uh, dark-haired woman with the rapiers, kind of comes over to you and. Oh, so but, well. Before you continue, I was oh, sorry. picturing us still upstairs, just in the hallway. Oh, actually. I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sorry about that. Sorry. I was thinking you went downstairs. Good. Yeah, I said I said tavern earlier, and I, I meant to say just in, so just down the hall from the room. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. What are you two doing then? I'm standing blankly staring at Burbage. I'm drinking, blankly staring at the wall. <laughs> What's the wall doing? <laughs> Nothing in particular. <laughs> um. Yeah, sorry. This is sorry, guys. <laughs> this is role play. <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're totally good. The narrative stands still. <laughs> uh, yeah. No. All right. Um, Crotch and Edine, you seem to have gotten Hakari on on board. Um, but there's uh, still two that are that are uh, a, a bit. Yeah. Unresponsive. So. I'm going, let's see, I'm trying to think of a way. All of a sudden, like, you just hear this huge crack of thunder that almost, like, shakes the... I can do that, right? With my cantrip? Can oh, I thunder, make thunder, yeah. Sure, you yeah. can make some thunder. Like, huge crack of thunder, just, like, like, yeah, just kind of shakes the whole place. Yeah. Is everyone, like, startled? <laughs> Probably Stormbringer. Well, I mean, Stormbringer and like Burbage, do they look up or anything? Stormbringer continues to stare blankly at Burbage. Burbage okay. would look up. Okay. So I'm gonna just go as close to both of them as I can and just say, You both need to wake up. Okay? Yes, Charity's gone for the moment, but we can get him back. Do you know how many people I have lost over the years? I don't even know how many lifetimes I've lived. So everyone, everyone and anyone I've ever known has died. Or I've died and left them behind. And do you know how many times out of that I could actually do something about it and help bring someone back? Because out of thousands of lifetimes, who knows? It's only ever been once before. I can do something about this. We, You guys have to get on board. People die, but you hardly ever get the chance to bring them back. Snap out of it. Hikari. You and Stormbringer. 
you can do this. You're you're good people. I'm I'm not. I'll look up at Hikari and from the floor and say that. What do you mean, Burbage? She asked why. She asked why. And I don't think I know the answer. I'm not. I'm not good. I'm not a good person. Akari, I'm a bad person. Charity d- deserves better. I-, I I don't think I can do this. All right? I'm, I'm not good. Burbage just, like, stands up and, like, uh walks like to the if there's like a window at the end of the hall or whatever I'll go and look out the window Stormbringer just blankly follows him I'm gonna follow them too I lied to both of you you know I lied to both of you about those signatures that I was gathering on the ship I wanted to do something bad with them I wanted to do something nefarious because that's who I am I'm a thief, I'm a sneak, I'm a murderer, all right? And I'm having trouble processing all this. Charity, charity was good. Charity was good, but I I, I don't think I can help him. I'm bad, this is what they made me into. This is what they did to me. Do you understand, Takari? And Beverage is making like very like very focused eye contact with you like a meaningful look in his eyes yeah Burbage I know what you're talking about do you I know you feel terrible about what you felt when you watched Eldon die but that doesn't make you bad Burbage he was doing awful things he was keeping you and your soulmate away from each other and he was not even giving you the courtesy of telling you what he was doing anyone would have felt that I know you're good I know you are and Charity knows it too and he's counting on all of us we have to do this for him the only way you'll be letting him down Burbage (laughs) is by by not doing this if you just give up now then you will be letting him down there I'm done (laughs) (laughs) so motivational you you saw the memory right you saw how much I enjoyed watching Eldon burn how how could somebody good who's capable of doing good things feel that kind of malicious glee and I felt that night. How was that possible? Because he wasn't good, Burbage, and you are. And sometimes good people think and do bad things. I can't even tell you the things I've done over my my lifetimes. But I know that you're not a bad person. I know you're not. You were just feeling. A feeling isn't a bad thing. And you didn't mean to kill him. You, there's, you didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. Oh fuck! I need, I need time to think. I need time to rest. I'm so tired. Damn it! 
crotch the sticky? Crotch the sticky? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> are you at, are you in the hall? <laughs> yeah. Okay, Burbage will march march up to you. <laughs> um, what do you want? You mean to tell me that you are the master pirate thief of legend, Crotch the Sticky? I. Do you want to see my ID card? And if it's all the same to everyone, could we establish Crotch's identity without repeating the name so often? <laughs> There's halfling children in the tavern. Burbage is just frozen in like a like a pose, like his 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 hands in the air, and he's just his eyes are darting around to everybody as they talk, and then they come back to Crotch the sticky, and he and 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 just suddenly he just kind of melts and sticks out his hand. It's a pleasure to meet you. Crotch the sticky. Crotch extends and with a firm grip says, aye, the pleasure's all yours. I think I might pass out. And Burbage passes out. (laughs) (laughs) No way. Okay. Am I able to like catch him? Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll like catch him because I'm sure we were still like holding hands. Yeah. <laughs> you just sort of pull him in from the handshake. Yeah. As as he fades, if you're Adam, you're actually like having him pass out. Yeah, but like he can be like somewhat no, but conscious. Just, but just I meant you, you were okay with the he's he's sort of going to sleep now. Oh, a hundred percent. Like he's so overwhelmed, and it's weird. Weirdly enough, it's actually the the moment of him accepting. Like, okay, this is <laughs> he's broken. This is crotch yeah. is sticky. Like that broke him. <laughs> yeah, Adine's gonna just sort of lean down as crotch is propping you up, little man. You might consider. What is a bad person who chooses to make their next action a good thing? And Nadine's gonna sort of pat pat Burbage just lightly on the shoulder and nod to the others and head downstairs. Stormbringer's just gonna sit down next to Burbage. I was going to say, is also going to collapse on Crotch the Sticky. <laughs> Must emulate. Does nobody believe in rooms here? I'm <laughs> sure there's a bed somewhere. <laughs> there's one right behind you, Crotch. <laughs> yeah, you're standing right up. Why do we got a pile up here in the hallway? <laughs> so I'm going to ask for both of your... Um, help in getting Stormbringer and Burbage into a room and then I don't know I don't really feel like leaving them alone so I say we just stay in the same room yeah put Burbage to bed and you can then we can all sleep for the night Burbage to bed Stormbringer to floor (laughs) right I could probably carry the little guy but this big one here uh, that's all you yeah that's fine and then I'll well, just. Well, Stormbringer isn't unconscious, right? No, no, <laughs> no. she's just sitting there. 
<laughs> and is currently following wherever wherever Burbage goes. So I'm pretty sure you could just lead yeah. her like a cat with a toy. That's what I was thinking. Is I could just like help you get up and then say, "Come on, let's let's go to bed, Stormringer. Let's go with Burbage." Okay. All right. So you kind of drag her and Burbage uh, into the room and. Um, it's a big enough bed. If Stormbringer wanted to like lay down next to Burbage, that'd be fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, I'll just Kari. I'll sleep on the floor. Okay. Uh, you do have bed rolls and stuff. Yeah, with you. Yeah. Stormbringer um, is just actually going to sit against the wall and stare at Burbage. Okay. She'll probably fall asleep doing that, but she's trying to stay awake. Sure. Yeah. Yep. Um. All right. So the three of you are kind of hunkered down for the night, and um crotch you kind of i assume then just mosey on downstairs yeah uh and see adine drinking a beer and elian um staring out the window adine's kind of kind of look at uh crotch so i'd say that ranked in the top half of your introductions to people uh you know could have gone better could have gone worse the big one could have squished me i think it went pretty well (laughs) (laughs) i'd agree they seem promising. I, they, like I said, it, it seems like it was pretty traumatic out there on the beach. So we'll give them the night and see how they are in the morning. Pain is a blade. Only question is, if who's it wounding? You or the people who caused it for you? I. Aiden's going to kind of nod it at missing. Like, I should, I should take another watch. And sort of duck outside and hop up onto the roof again. Okay. It seems like she's probably been doing this pretty regularly, making sure no one's sneaking up. Sure. Yep. Yep. Elian sort of uh, stays away from the window then, and she's like, "Well, I'm going to find a spot to uh, go down for the night." Hi. You do that. All right. Um, and then crotch. It's kind of just you up at the moment. Uh, some yeah. scared halflings in the corner. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a big dwarf that's taken up residence behind the bar um, in a small little tent that he's made. Right. Well, are there uh, in in the in the bar? Are there areas for everybody to sleep? Like, do we need to set yeah. something up for the halflings that came in? Uh, no, they they pretty much quickly. Um, Misty brought them blankets and and. Stuff. Okay. So they're sleeping in chairs or on the floor, and they're okay for now. And the Minotaur has uh, kind of curled up next to him, seemingly protecting him. All right, I'm just going to circle the room and then just grab a chair and kind of sit over in the corner right. over by the stairs. Okay. Excellent. This is how um, several hours of the night then pass. Um, and Hakari, you said there you wanted something to do in the yeah. middle of the night. Yeah, more well, not necessarily in the middle of the night, like more towards like three or four a.m. Like, okay, a couple hours before we actually wake up. Sure. Uh, so probably earlier than that, um, okay. Burbage would would wake up. Um, Maybe around like eleven or midnight, depending on what what time was it when he passed out. It, it was about ten by the time you got in on the docks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So by well, the, in on the dock. So then probably another hour. Yeah. Right. So like, yeah, let's say around midnight, Burbage will kind of um, start awake. Start? Startle? Startle. Yeah. <laughs> um, Stormbringer's sleeping on high alert, so if Burbage makes any noise, it would probably wake her up. And what's Hikari up to if Burbage wakes up at, at midnight? Um, at that point, I'm still sleeping on the floor. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, Burbage starts awake, like, in, like, just covered in sweat. He was having a pretty bad dream. Um, but yeah, he'll, he'll wake up and he'll, um, is it maudlin if he wakes up kind of yelping the word charity? <laughs> Let's just say that. Yeah, but it's fine. It's okay. <laughs> so at that noise, Stormbringer is going to wake up and immediately grab her axe. <sighs> I'm not going to let anyone hurt you. Uh, uh, are you talking to me? Uh, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Stormbringer's my favorite character. Oh, gosh. Yeah. So Burbage is kind of like, he's kind of out of it. He, he will kind of sit up in bed and he'll look at you, Stormbringer. I just, I, I just uh, was having a dream. Do you remember, do you remember in Federo when we were running away from the guards? And, 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 and I wanted to take us back to my, to my apartment. And Charity didn't want to go there. And we, and we fought. Do you remember that? Yeah. Trustworthy. He said I wasn't trustworthy. He said I hadn't demonstrated trustworthiness. And he was right. He was right. But tonight, you know what he said to me? You know what he said to both of us? He said, I trust you. He's never said that to me before. I've always just been Burbage Camp the goofball, you know? Burbage Kemp, the occasionally clumsy, drunken rogue. Even after becoming the hero of Diefield, I was a fucking mess back there on the ship. But he trusts me. Hikari. He's going to wake up Hikari. Sorry if that fucks up your no, plans. No, 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 it's fine. Yes. <laughs> What's going on? You... you, you you said it was just it was just a feeling, right? Just a feeling that night with Eldon. Yes, and feelings don't make anyone bad. Everyone has feelings about things. You know what I felt? I'm realizing now I felt pure rage at Eldon, and I know now that he wasn't solely responsible for what happened between me and Theodric, but but at the time I thought he was just trying to keep us apart. He was getting in the way of our freedom to be who we want, to love who we want. And that's that's why I enjoyed watching him burn. 
and, 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 and Stormbringer, you know what? What? I want to watch Shenick burn. I think I'll feel the same malicious glee when I watch him die. And that's okay, right? That doesn't make me a bad person. That just means I give a shit, right? Right. Ah, uh, yeah, okay, all right. We can do this, we have to do this. Yeah, right. Stormbringer, right. And he'll climb out of bed and come down to Stormbringer. How's Stormbringer looking? Uh, she's pretty much back to her mostly catatonic, catatonic state. I, there's no, I mean, if you go, I'll go with you, but we'll die. And maybe we should die. I failed everybody. I failed Vimeris and Roburn. And I failed Charity. And I'll fail you too. Stormbringer, I know that feeling. Just weeks ago, after Vimeris died, do you remember? I felt the same way. I sounded exactly like that. There's nothing to be done. Everyone's going to die. Everyone's going to leave. There's nothing that we can do. And I ran away. I sat in that chair right there. And I wrote a letter saying goodbye to, to you, to charity, to everything. All because of a, a damned voice telling me that there was nothing to be done. That there was nothing I could do. And so I ran. But, 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 but I was wrong. There is something to do, and, it, and it's just to try. And to honor the trust of the charity placed in us. We have to do this. And maybe you're right. Maybe we will die. And maybe that would be great. Maybe the family will be no more. But for the first time in my life, Stormringer, I feel like I might be able to do some good. And I know, I know you might not feel the same way right now, but you'll help me, right? You'll help me. And we'll deal with this shit later on. This, this, this psychological, emotional baggage that has haunted both of our backstories. Oh, shit. <laughs> I, I succumbed to the siren call of, of, of the fourth wall. <laughs> the fourth wall. <laughs> At the most no, like, cool, intense man. moment. Because no, I couldn't. Cool. I couldn't. I buckled under the weight of it. <laughs> uh. Uh, this is us. That's us. That's cool, man. Don't worry. Yep. Anyway, how does that sound, Stormbringer? Should we go kill this guy tomorrow? I'll try. And I'll try, if nothing else, to make sure that he dies with us. Good. That's all I needed to hear. All right. I'm going back to bed because I'm tired as fuck. It's been a long day. 
I hated watching Charity die. That was the second worst experience of my life, second to watching Vimeris die. Don't tell him I said that, though. <laughs> Don't tell him <laughs> that I like Vimeris more. <laughs> I'm sure he already knows. All right, I'm going to bed. <laughs> Good night. I'll, I'll just sleep here and make sure you're okay. Don't worry, we can sleep in, in the same bed if you want. I'm, you know, I'm really big. Oh, is the bed too small, Andy? No, it's it's big enough. It's like a queen. Well, you're t- you're tiny. She's big. Okay. I'll lay down next to him. It's like a six foot tall person sleeping with a cat. I'll Hikari. make sure you're all right. Thanks, Stormbringer. Akari, there's room for you too. I fell asleep a long time ago. After you stopped talking to me. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, that's 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 it. That's what I that's what I got for for role play tonight, and I'm ready for combat. As they, <laughs> I feel like then before we props fade to black. Uh, yeah. Crotch will hear sort of that very softly, and the door will open, and a dean's gonna walk in. They're ready now. I told you it wouldn't be long. <laughs> End of podcast episode. Right there. <laughs> I'm, I'm calling it. Uh, partly because I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> no, I was going to say, yeah, let's take a break. That was awesome. Uh, let's take Yay. a break and uh, we'll come back with, uh, yeah, now a slightly, slightly hopeful tone. Yeah. All right. I will take us to a pause menu for a second and we will be right back in a few minutes, guys. All right. Cool. This has been Goats and Dragons, presented by Helpful Goat Gaming. For more information about us, check out our website at helpfulgoat.com or follow us on Twitter at helpfulgoat. For more of our shared gaming projects, check us out on Twitch where we are Helpful Goat or on YouTube at Helpful Goat Gaming. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Oh, boy. Well, Lena, I tried my best. <laughs> No, that was good. It's. I mean, I think this is gonna get this is gonna get us through the battle, and then I mean, like Burbage said, we'll have to deal with all that. Yeah, still, the feelings are still gonna be there. Yeah, like it was always. It was always my understanding is that it was always only going to be provisional, right? right? Yeah, like we weren't gonna be able to resolve Stormbringer's stuff and like make her perky and like, oh, okay, yeah. All right. Well, good. Um, Damn. Yeah. This is like everyone's doing a great job. Is Darcy, are you here? Are you, I don't know if you can hear me, but you're doing a great job. Oh, man. She fucking killed it. I'll tell her that when she's actually here. Yeah. <laughs> also, Crotch and Aideen are awesome. Crotch is kind of like hilarious and yeah, perfect love- for keeping us from being too heavy. I love Crotch. <laughs> I love the voice you're Aww. doing. It's so amazing. <laughs> Yeah, that's from being in Boston for almost a week. This is literally the accent that won't leave. <laughs> that's awesome. Can we all give Darce um, a round yeah. of applause? Yeah, you're doing. Oh I'm gosh. not going to go like blow up people's eardrums, but you're doing awesome, Darcy. Yeah, you're kicking ass, Kari. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that was that was incredible. How is everyone else? I love the accents, by the way. I was going to say Burbage and. Stormbringer or Adam and Lena. I I put it in the chat, but it was sort yeah. of while people were going through stuff. Yeah. Uh, I also did say like, 
from me and also in a weird way from charity. Thank you. Oh, that, that was the thing that I wanted where I'm like, I don't want to, I, I don't want to just wallow in like sadness and trauma and like, all right, well, we're going to be on a five episode bender of depression here. Oh, and but, that's coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's coming for Stormbringer. But I appreciated that that actually felt like Charity's death had well, weight. Yeah. And like, the, I mean, yeah, we, we should get back on stream here in a moment, but like, yeah, like I, I can't speak for Lena, but like I was in total shock at like two weeks ago and like afterwards yeah, I felt, I felt I did feel bad for you, for charity. I was like, I didn't even say anything. Like I, I didn't move like, and so, yeah, I think, but I don't think it would have been appropriate <laughs> to have that reaction then. Like, I don't think I was capable of it. So no, yeah. and I think that that got carried out really well here. Yeah. 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 Cool. Brilliant. Yeah. You guys are. Yeah. Uh, putting on a clinic of how to deal with character death in D and D. Well, amazing. And you're also putting on to me a clinic of integrating world stuff into your own character. Cause Burbage, yeah. you've just been doing that thing of I'm going to play a little trick with the, you know, the signatures and just the, like, I, I didn't expect you to go to, but it was powerful for me of the, I don't have the right to resurrect him. I am yeah, sure. insufficiently good. Yeah. 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 But that logic is still fuzzy for me, but I think it provisionally worked. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, we can get, get back on. Okay. Is everybody back and settled down and in front of yep. Mike? It's a- I'm good. Yeah. Right. Cool. Awesome. Taking uh, mics and screen live in three, two, one.